So welcome to the NLP UK training podcast. Um, I'm Callie Fraser. I'm Steve Kay. And today we're going to be talking about how NLP has actually changed our lives. Do you want to go first? Yes. How did you get into NLP? Well, I kind of, I did a degree in psychology way, way back in the day. And I'd heard a little bit about NLP. We kind of touched on it in my degree. But then I'd gone off and done other things. I'd, I'd gone into um, sales environment, became a senior leader for a financial company. And then I started my own business. Um, so my my main business was as a dance franchisee. Uh, so I had one of the biggest rock franchises in the UK. And I had um, 12 venues um, across the East Midlands, uh, South Yorkshire and Derbyshire. And I taught dance pretty much every night of the week. And I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Was it kind of Latin American? No, um, Sorok is um, Sorok's a brand name for the franchise, but essentially it's a blend of modern jive, ballroom, salsa, and it's a really fun partner dance. Um, so adults only, didn't teach children. It was like herding cats with adults, let alone kids as well. So yeah, so I I had that business for nearly probably eighteen years, um, and then something happened. Uh, I got some swelling in one of my ankles and went off to the, the GP. They said, oh, just take some ibuprofen. You'll be fine. I was like, oh, this doesn't feel like it's going to work with just a bit of ibuprofen on all my body. And it went on and on and on. And in the end, my entire ankle was swollen. It was absolutely enormous. It looks like an elephant foot, which is not a good look for a dance teacher. Um, and eventually they, they referred me on to, to consulting and they couldn't figure out what it was, couldn't figure it out. And eventually um, I can remember sitting in the consultant's office uh, and him telling me that I had something called psoriatic arthritis. Okay. Which for those of you that don't know what, what that is, and I certainly didn't at the time, um, it's an autoimmune form of arthritis, which... It's, it's a pretty hefty diagnosis for anyone. For a professional dance teacher, it was a game changer. So the consultant basically said, yeah, you've maybe got three to five years left. Dancing. Yeah. Oh. Three to, not, not, not three to five years. I've lasted a bit longer than three to five years, but three to five years as a professional <laughs> dancer. Um, so I kind, of, I kind of just ignored it for a bit. Um, they put me on some some medication, which didn't make me feel very great, but it got me swelling down. I got back to dancing. And I just kind of buried my head in the sand for quite a while about it and carried on with my business. And then it started to get worse and I started to get more regular flare-ups. And the consultant was saying, you know, this is, you know, well, we can try this other medication, we can do this, we can do that. But, you know, you put a lot of pressure on your body. And I was probably dancing 40, 60 hours a week at that point. About five nights a week. Five mm. nights a week, weekends as well. Uh, doing workshops on a weekend. Weekenders would be from pretty much from Friday nights on Monday morning nonstop with a couple of hours sleep thrown in. Um, so, yeah, I was just putting my body under a lot of pressure. So I knew I couldn't continue in the way that I was. So I had to think about did I want to keep running my business without teaching dancing? 
And actually, that was the part that I loved. It wasn't the business side of things. It wasn't the back office stuff. It was actually helping people to see their own potential. And have fun. And have a lot of fun. Mm. Absolutely. Uh, but, you know, people used to come in and see, you know, guys like you who are coming dragged along by their wives or girlfriends. Go, I can't dance. Where's the bar? Let me have a pint first. <laughs> Um, but actually, by the end of the, the first class, you can actually see the confidence blossoming. Um, so it wasn't just about the dancing. Okay. It was about people realising actually they could do this thing that we're a little bit scared of. Yeah. Um, so I kind of thought, right, okay, I, I can't run the business. I'm going to sell it. What can I do? And I thought, do you know what? I can go back and do what I used to do before. I can go back into the corporate world. Um, and when I worked as a senior manager, what, one of the things that I loved um, about my role was coaching mm -hmm. and kind of really helping people develop um, in whichever way was right for them. You know, that was my favourite part of the, the job. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to update my coaching qualifications. I had a little look online and up, Pop the NLP UK training website. I thought I'm here on Castle Donington. I can drive there. Right, okay, NLP practitioner, NLP coach, timeline therapist. That will do me nicely. So I phoned Lorna um, and had a, I can still remember that very first conversation with Lorna. And I just got such a great feeling. Um, she's like, look, okay, this is how it works. You know, it's a seven day course. Uh, we split it into four days for the first part. Then you go away for a week, come back, second part, three days. Um, you know, your trainer saves lovely, you know, really knows him, his stuff. You have a great experience. So paid my deposit, got my box of goodies sent in the post with my folder and my book and my test. So there was a little test to do as well. And it was the first time I put, picked up a textbook since I was at uni. Uh, I can remember sitting looking at this test going, oh my God, I'm never going to get through this. And phoning Lauren up going, I don't know how to do it. And she just held my hand throughout the entire process. I can remember turning up um, at Castle Donington that first day. And I think there was there was quite a few of us on, on my course. I'm still in touch with some of the, the people that were on my practitioner course back in 2017. And I can remember um, you asking us to introduce ourselves. Um, and I introduced myself why, you know, one of the things that you asked us to, to talk about was why we're on the course. I said, oh, I want to go back into the corporate world. This is the situation. And you nodded your head. And about halfway through the first morning, I can remember you saying to me, did you say that you wanted to go back into the corporate world? That's right, I remember. And I went, yeah, I, I thought just, I laughed. You did laugh. <laughs> I'm a spit fruit. Uh, he's like, no, you're an entrepreneur through and through. I can't see you back in the corporate world. And Steve was absolutely right. Um, so, so basically, on day two of practitioner, um, day two is when we we start doing NLP interventions. We do submodalities on day two. Um, and we do something called a like to dislike uh, with a food or drink. Um, and we do a limiting belief change with some modalities, which is just really changing pictures in your mind. 
And I can remember sitting there thinking, oh my God, this is just brilliant. I love this. He's a wizard. Um, and I literally came home and I phoned one. I went, sign me up for master practitioner. I love this. And that was kind of the day that I decided I wasn't going back into the corporate world. I was definitely selling my dance business, but I had no clue where this was going to take me. So I completed my, my practitioner. Um, had obviously signed up to do master practitioner, went away, continued with my dance business, had a buyer in the background, um, but wasn't quite ready to sell. Uh, then did my master practitioner course, um, which was absolutely next level. The confidence levels that you feel once you've done master practitioner is just phenomenal. Um, I've seen a few coaching clients. I can remember at the end of Master Practitioner, we do something called a breakthrough day. So a breakthrough day is a phenomenal day of NLP and coaching where you basically just dump everything out and sort everything out, get rid of any negative emotions um, that you're carrying from the past, get rid of any negative um, beliefs about yourselves, any limiting beliefs, and really start to formulate where you want to go. And that breakthrough day on Master Practitioner really changed everything for me. Um, so it got rid of a big limiting belief that I had about myself. And most people would have kind of met me, seen me up on stage teaching, dancing. I was very confident on stage. But actually, that limiting belief that I had was stopping me from seeing some of the the things that I really wanted, but it was kind of acting like a filter. So I wasn't even seeing what was possible. Um, so after the breakthrough day, I sold my business, went into coaching and training full time. Um, and I can remember my the day after I sold my my dance business, I did my very first um, associate work for quality culture. Steve was doing a, a leadership course and asked me to come and coach one of the delegates um, okay. at, at Siva Logistics. Yeah. Um, and that kind of changed everything, really. Uh, within a couple of months, Steve had had a conversation with me saying, why don't you do your NLP trainers training? It's like, well, you know, I don't really want to set up a business in in kind of conflict with yours. You, you're local, it just doesn't feel right. He said, well, we can work something out, we can work together. And that kind of was a light bulb moment for me that said, yeah, absolutely, I'm going 100% all in with this. I started studying with, uh, with um, the Tad James company to do my trainer's training. So really from 2017, yes, it's been a huge investment in myself, but now I wake up every day excited about what I do. You know, I've got a new a new practitioner course, a new master practitioner course, and I am genuinely excited to do what I'm doing. And it works with my condition as well. Um, because, you know, I am not being physical for 46 hours a week. Yes, I might be on my feet training if it's face-to-face, -face, but most of the time... Um, these days I'm sitting in front of a screen training on Teams. Um, but it's also helps me cope with my condition. 
So my condition can flare. As Steve knows, he's he's seen me in flare, which isn't very pleasant. Um, so when, when I'm in flare, it can, can mean that I can't walk. I'm in quite a bit of pain. Um, and that can really have an impact on your mental health. Uh, one of the first things that any arthritis consultant will ask you when you go into their office is, how's your mental health? How are you feeling? Rather than your physical condition. And actually, NLSP has given me the tools to deal with that. So I don't get down about my condition. Um, I just get on with it because I've got all those fantastic tools from both NLP and positive psychology that we teach on practitioner and master practitioner, which means that I've got the mechanisms to live my absolute best life that includes an autoimmune condition. So you practice self-talk and Absolutely. asking yourself better questions like we've discussed previously. Absolutely. You know, when, when I'm in flare, it's not, oh my God, this is really painful. Okay, so what can I do to improve the situation? So I start to think about how can I take better care of myself? How can I implement rest periods? Um, how can I tweak my lifestyle to get a better result yeah and when things are stressful you know it's it'll pass absolutely <clears throat> and actually i know that the things that are happening outside of me can only impact me if i choose to let them impact me yeah so what i'm feeling isn't if i'm feeling a bit down that's not because of my arthritis. That's because of how I'm thinking about my arthritis. Yeah. And I can always choose to think about it in a different way. Yeah. Interestingly, you've said my arthritis, but it's not really your arthritis, yeah. is it? It's it's the condition that, that I have. Yeah. It's not my arthritis. It's just like a condition. <laughs> you can have it if you want. Yeah. No, but we do say, don't we? We say yeah. my this, my that, my that. So it becomes part of us, yeah. part of our identity, but you've not let that happen. No, and I think that's really important when you have got a long-term condition. It can feel like it, it takes over everything um, and it becomes who you are, not what you have. So for me, arthritis is not who I am. It's something that I manage on a day-to-day -day basis, and that's yeah. okay. Yeah. So tell us about your trainer's training, because I know you did it on Teams, mm. on Zoom. You were supposed to go to Sydney yeah. for a month or a bit more than a month, and you ended up having to do it on Zoom mm. in your conservatory. In October, starting, in the middle of the night. Starting 11 o'clock at night and finishing at 9 in the morning. Yeah. And I know in the first week you couldn't sleep properly, but somehow you broke through that and did it for 35 nights or something. Yeah, yeah 35 How nights. How did you do that? I know previously we talked about taking action yeah. and getting on with it, mm. but that was proof that anybody could do anything. So I think for me, when, when the pandemic hit and I couldn't go to Australia, there was no question for me that this was something 
that I was so passionate about and so wanted to do, I had to find a way to do it. So when the Tad James company decided they would have put it on on Zoom, I was the only one in the UK on this time zone that was doing it. Most people, the vast majority, and it was only six of us in uh, the Northern Hemisphere that was, were doing the course. Everyone else was in the Southern Hemisphere. So yes, it'd be a time difference, but not quite as extreme as the UK. Um, but for me, there was there was no question. It was, this is something that I want to do. I'd been working on it for over a year. And you'd actually had the certificates for the next cohort of practitioners printed <laughs> with my name on the certificate and my signature. Yeah. Um, I knew I was going to be working with that group and training them. And for me, those those certificates were already printed. I was their NLP trainer mm -hmm. and I had to have that qualification by the end of it. Mm -hmm. So... Those four o'clock lulls, um, which were pretty tough most nights, kind of between four and five when I was flagging, it was like I knew that would give the, me the ability to impact so many people and help them to get what I got from NLP. So for me, it's, it's about my why. And that why is about the impact that, I can have an NLP can have on someone else's life so that they can have the kind of insights that I've had and Steve's had and lots and lots of our delegates have had to be able to really live their best life. It's interesting, isn't it? Because before you did your NLP practitioner, you probably wouldn't know the benefits you were going to get from yeah. it. And most people know a little bit about it and research it. Then they come on and they go, well, do you know what? I've done that limiting belief change. Before I came on here, I was really skeptical about this. And other people go, yeah, so was I, so was I. And I said, well, you know, it's because it's so quick. Yeah. You know, we're taught that it takes a long time to for something to change. Um, but actually it doesn't, does yeah. it? No, the, the great thing about NLP is that it's quick, it's easy. Yeah. And it's it's not painful, not, you know, like a lot of kind of therapy, you know, if, if someone was asked me um, about my limiting belief, that might actually be quite painful. But then I'll pay, we just change it. Yeah. And it takes 20 minutes. Yeah. Even faster on the yeah. master practitioner. Yeah, five minutes on master practitioner. Do you remember when we talked about the script on a previous podcast? We said that our model of the world is, is kind of our script. Uh, our script gets fed from birth. We come into we come into the world perfect, and then gradually things and other people's ideas get added on and added on and added on. And I think when people do the NLP practitioner and then go on to do master, that it cuts kind of gets uncovered. The dust gets blown off. Yeah, the dust that stops people from seeing opportunities, um, because they're just seeing the world the way they think it is. Whereas you now see the world differently. I know when I did master practitioner, I didn't have a great experience of getting rid of limited beliefs on practitioner um, because we didn't drill down to the lowest ones. But I know when I did master practitioner, I had a limiting belief about not being good enough. And I thought, where's that come from? Um, anyway, 
they got rid of it on my breakthrough day, a guy called Ian, bless him. And uh, the day after, I think something happened with one of the associate companies. I was still doing leadership training for, and I thought, that's it. I'm not doing it anymore. And our sales went up by 40% the following year because I just let go of all the low-level stuff that I didn't want to do, really. Uh, but something unconsciously was keeping me yeah. doing it. And that's the thing, isn't it? You know, you come on an NLP practitioner course, it is not just about gaining a new qualification. It will change your life. If you really embrace it and go for it and be open to it, it can be fundamentally life-changing, can't it? It can. I used to say, it's like everybody in the country's got black and white TVs, old black and white TVs like your grandparents might have had or your, grand your great-grandparents. Um, and a few people can see the world like with a 4K HD 42-inch screen and only a few people know it exists like that, whereas the rest have still got, you know, two channels, BBC, ITV. Um and they're having and, and getting through things and doing things, but they don't realise how fast they could move yeah. or how much they could achieve or how happy they could be if they could let go of some of the stuff. So, guys, if you want to find out how to upgrade um, to that latest TV, um, have a look on our website at NLP UK Training. Um, link will be in uh, the podcast. Um, and we will see you for our next episode. So it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from me.